Um, hi, welcome back to my podcast. Um, this is Frank, R.G. McHugh, the host of Fragments of Frank. It is currently 12.16 p.m. It is Saturday. I'm waking up alone. Um... I didn't I didn't sleep very well, if you want me to be honest. But I woke up inspired and I woke up with a great idea. So hence why I'm here. Um I recently got like pushed out of my job. Um They told me like to wear minimal to no makeup and I was like, this is so unfair. Like, I've seen multiple people with, like, crazy makeup at work, and, like, they should be thanking me, because I always look so pretty. Like, I'm making up for the lousy bitches at work, but whatever, that's not the point of this story. It got me thinking, like, because I was like, I don't want to stay with this company, because that's just not who I am that's not what I that's not the morals I have I moved to New York to be my authentic self um and it just got me thinking what is my authentic self and what is this journey that I've been on and why do I um why have I fallen in love with makeup So that's kind of what I wanted to dive into today. I wanted to sit down and think this out with you guys. And while I'm in a healthy state of mind and I'm well rested, not from last night, but like the last two weeks. And, you know, figure out where to go from where to go with this. Um... So, yeah, I don't know if I've ever, like, openly talked about my makeup journey and, like, my self-expression and gender identity Uh, and all that, you know, stuff, Um, but I thought it would be interesting, um, So, yeah, I started makeup because it was Christmas of, I think I was a, I think I was a sophomore, so Christmas of sophomore year, I had just become friends with Lindsay Jessling, and she got me some Christmas gifts for some reason. And I remember her buying me a bunch of makeup. And I first opened it and I was like, uh, why, like, why did she, I was confused. I was like, this is not what I wanted. What the hell is this? Like, I, I didn't know what to think. I didn't, I had never worn makeup before and I. And that was just, like, the year of makeup. 
And I remember Angel, my black mom, my black mommy, getting me um, MAC products. And I had milk products from Lindsay and Sephora products. And it was like, I'm curious to think. I'm curious to think. Period. Um, I, <laughs> I'm <laughs> so curious of what they think of all of this now. I really haven't spoken to either of them. Lindsay, I haven't spoke to in like a year. Um, Angel, I have not spoken to in like two years. Um, when I'm scared because I talked very openly about my relationship with um, their family. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they never thought that things would escalate to the the way they did. but I mean, they might, I'm sure they're proud as well, so it's not a bad thing. But like, but yeah, I just, is, I've had this question been brought up so many times throughout my lifetime that it's like stupid at this point. Everyone's always like, mm. hey. saying that the makeup I wear is distracting, unprofessional, um, silly, and all this bullshit. But it's like, I truly feel um, comfortable and happy and grounded when I can feel like my authentic self and I think makeup is definitely a part of that and I think it is an extension of myself it is what's living inside of me it's these emotions it's these feelings it's so much more than just like a superficial thing at this point and it's very I don't understand why it's so hard for people to understand that And I've been told that what I am, what I do is not art. And it's just, it's like, why or how are you dictating art and what gives you the right? And why am I in these situations where I'm hearing this? Why am I surrounded by people? that feel the need to voice these opinions. It's not that I let it under my skin, but it just sits with me for a few days. And it's like, why? It always, it's a curse and a blessing because why do I want to hear this? Because I don't. And two, it makes me rethink of, it makes me question what I'm doing. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I have to sit with this lifetime of questioning. And 
I don't know. It feels like the past two weeks, I've been thinking to myself about how the world just goes on and it still feels like I'm getting over um, things rooted in my PTSD and my trauma and my journey. And it just feels like I may not be in that same situation or headspace, but it definitely, there are times where I'm triggered and I'm brought back to the same emotions and the same. And I can't tell, I don't, I don't think it's been long enough to be able to tell if I, that's a lie. It is. I think that I can definitely handle myself in a more um, calm, like persistent manner. And I don't think I let it. Um, take a hold of me and let anger out and I don't think that I tend to react in an angry way um I've come to terms with that I can handle myself and I can control my emotions and I can control what I say and I tend to just think things through um, and write things down and unless I'm, unless I've had like a drink, that's when I tend to just, but I mean, there's a balance. I think majority of the time I am calm and collected and I've gathered my thoughts and I'm, you know, it makes sense and I have a point in my and then there's just those times where um, I don't think and I let emotion get the best of me but I'm an Aries I can't help it like fire is just part of my spirit and I think the emotion that I feel when I'm angry are very valid and I don't think they should be hidden all the time. I think that it brings up a conversation that should be started. Um, and I don't think that I... These feelings I have, they're not like... If I say it in a calm, like, easygoing, like, they don't... I think I need the passion behind these feelings for it to, like, dawn on someone. You know what I'm saying? So. But who knows? I could be terribly wrong right now, and... But I do believe that in this moment in time that there is a right time for anger and there's a right time to be, to just be calculated and think things through, you know?
see both sides, but sometimes you just have to see your side and be confident in your beliefs and that's kind of how you grow so so yeah back to makeup this whole like identity that I've had I've literally had to like fight for it and it's like one of the reasons why I haven't frankly killed myself um Sorry to be grim. Um, oh my god, what is that Lana song? Don't be grim. Oh my god, SoundCloud, I'll see you later. Anyway, sorry. I just. Certain words trigger me. Um. It's just like, why? I just, this argument has always come up of just like, why can't I? Makeup has never prohibited me from doing things successfully and doing things consistently. And I think it's just lousy to say that makeup is distracting and makeup is I think distraction is like it's a bullshit answer because plenty of times that I've worn makeup I've it's started conversations and it's appreciated art and I think it brings up very it brings up things that we need to talk about and it brings up it just brings humanity like back into like breath and spirit and it's just people need to see it sometimes and I think that the way that we live and the way that society is set up is like we're so deprived of these things and it's just I think we need that opportunity to see and live with these ideas and these different experiences and these expressions I think we just need to be present with them and I think I don't know. I think there's so it scares me because the amount of spaces in this world where there's no diversity whatsoever, it's quite pathetic and I wish I would have come to terms with myself. I'm very blessed. I had an opportunity to and I had the I'm not gonna bullshit I did not have the opportunity I had the courage to I'm taking I'm yeah this is my fucking story 
I fucking was brave enough to wear makeup to an all-boys Catholic school. And I don't give a fuck if people were doing it on social media or whatever. And other people were doing it. I woke up every morning scared and I still fucking did it. And there wasn't a soul, a role model anywhere where I was like, I'm doing it for them. I did it for my fucking self. And it's so selfish that people in my life, whether I wanted them in my life or not, like knocked me down and just ruined my experiences and diminished my courage was very, very upsetting. And I was told, like, times were so much harder back then. Like, times are harder... Not harder now, but there are different challenges and different opportunity in their own ways. And I think that someone's journey should not be compared and someone's experiences should definitely not be compared. And it makes my blood fucking boil because my fucking aunt... I was going to say, you know, I should say it inappropriate because that's what this show is. And her fucking fag-ass child, like, I don't give a fuck. I hope she's changed. I hope she's grown a little. She's so stuck in her old fucking dusty ways. Um, and she would always just be like, you always have to, she literally would just talk to my mother and be like, you always have to make everything about being gay. You always have to la 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 la. Things were so much harder back then. You should be so grateful now. Girl, things are hard now. Why would you send me to an all-boys Catholic school? Why would you guys force all this religion on me? Why would you keep me in these environments? And why would you expect me not to be... Like, mentally not okay? Why would you guys expect me to be mentally okay, is what I'm trying to say. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I want to talk about mental health. And then they're like, what do you mean? Like, what do you fucking mean? What do I mean? And like, makeup has a huge part in aiding to my mental health journey and just being able to put set aside time for myself to care for myself and my spirit and my art and my individuality and be confident in myself and I've taken makeup to beyond a point of like superficial values and wanting to look pretty and it's It's just, like, wanting to look like myself. And to... You know... Find... Confine... um, 
these feelings I have and just it's a way of I look at it at it like dreaming like you go to bed and you have these dreams about like anxieties and stuff and feelings and things you're avoiding and it's like you can't avoid that um and it's like I it's my way of dreaming in real time like when I'm awake when I'm present I get these ideas and I get these feelings and it's just you sit with it and you have to be patient and there's just it's a very resourceful thing my makeup journey I've never been able to afford like the best of makeup and it's all about just making the situation you have work and it's about I'm such a poet and it's about like colors and it's about oh god it's it's there's just such a freedom to just being able to especially walk outside in the way that you are and live authentically day to day and you know to be yourself for that long and to show it proudly and to like once you leave the house like you can't well I mean you can but I've never like taken my makeup off after leaving the house like I made that decision and I'm gonna stick with that decision it's definitely helped me like grow learn um show me where I belong and it's just yeah it's a very beautiful thing and I'm lucky that I've grown to appreciate um, this art and this you know this just beautiful creative outlet that I cherish and so I, I wanna <laughs> little shout out to Angel what the fuck was that hello um, thank you, girl. I appreciate, um, how you've always kindled my spirit and my soul, and you taught me to be my authentic self. Um, I appreciate it. It's definitely, um, been a journey. Um, but I could have never thrown the first stone at Stonewall without you. So, yeah. And. Yeah. So. 
<laughs> anyway. So I went to all boys Catholic schools. We've talked about that. I've talked about my makeup journey. Why did I start wearing it to school? Um, I feel like that's a dumb question, but... A lot of people don't understand to why I did. Um, you spend so much time in school. And... Girl, like, you're there for, like, 40 hours a week. And I was working, like, literal, a full schedule of 40 hours at work as well. And... It's just, I have a right to, I was literally a child and everyone told me it was so selfish to like do that. And it was like, when else am I supposed to fucking do it? Am I supposed to wear makeup to fucking bed? Like, are you guys actually that selfish that you don't let a kid be a kid? I... Wore it to school to... There was never any rules written about it or anything. I wasn't doing anything fucking wrong. If you want to look at the book. Um, and I fucking... I did it for myself. And I did it to grow. And I did it to... You know... I was a good kid for the most part. And I had a lot of shit to deal with. And I had a lot of shit to sit down with. And I think that this was one of the more innocent ways of being, quote-unquote, disobedient and breaking the, quote-unquote, rules that did not exist. And it brought up a valid conversation and argument. And... Yeah, I'll always, I have one life and the way that I lived, I do not regret and I just wish I could have done it a little more comfortably. So, fuck Ignatius. Fuck Ignatius, St. Ignatius High School for that. Because I didn't, felt like I didn't have a fucking education and and I was anxious all the time. And yeah, it wasn't even a lot of makeup. I was never doing anything I'm doing now for school. It was literally just like learning how to use it and playing around and being creative and I was an art student and I made it a part of my portfolio because it felt like I never had enough time to be my true self. And I don't think I ever got to talk about my art um, with this episode, so I will. I My art portfolio was about unpacking a time capsule 
which felt like unpacking these quote-unquote hard times. No one ever really heard this, and I'm actually proud of this. So, I hope you're listening. Listen up. It was a play on what I was always told, like, times are so much easier now. Okay, let's unpack these quote-unquote hard times then that I'm currently living with now. So it was like a play on, like, this time capsule, and we're opening it now. So my feelings are as valid as the feelings then and there. You know what I'm saying? And it was this portfolio on, like, childhood and makeup. And I did a piece on how I felt my four years of high school. Um, I took yearbook photos. And I just did very expressive makeup. And the first year was... The way I styled it and everything, I... um, did it very much so that it was exactly what I was wearing um, when I was, like, in that year. Um, So, I had a... What the fuck? Okay. I know June... Okay, freshman year... I think I had scars on my face um, to talk about, like, wait a minute. No, because now I want to know the fucking order. My Instagram is such, like, I try not to delete anything, even though I'm embarrassed of some things on my Instagram, but I try not to delete things because... Looking at it is such shows so much growth and yeah I I love it so we're gonna go back and we're gonna look okay so I guess I never fucking posted it but I I like posted a bunch more other things oh my god it was such a time oh my god. Okay, this is, okay, okay, so, oh, I was so good, well, I still am, but, like, this art portfolio meant the world to me at the time, um, this was not a part of my art portfolio, but it started with this, so there's a photo of me playing chess in my school uniform. Um, girl, there's a Kylie lip kit on the chessboard. Um, the pieces that I've laid on there, there is a white queen. Um, and honestly, this is a little problematic because the school I was attending, it just... Um, obviously not my experiences to talk about, but it just felt like the, um, black community at my school was 
it just, you know, when like rich white boys are like racist and like people just feel like they have to accept that to like be friends with them, you know, when like they think they can say the N word and then it's like, girl, what are you talking about? So it was just, I left the pawns on the board because it just felt very like this. It was like, this environment that I'm in is not a healthy environment, and I definitely don't want to be here anymore. And it just felt like we were all pawns at the end of the day, and it felt very, like, it just felt like nobody's experiences were being validated. But obviously, I looked at myself as a queen, and that's why it's with the Kylie lipstick, um... But I left the white pawns and then I left the bishop because it was a Catholic school and it felt like, again, everyone was pawns. And there was obviously religion into it and yeah, and then there's dominoes and there's the Chanel purse I was gifted and there's a lot of blue in this look. I specifically had blue, um... I wrote on my neck, which is kind of cheesy, no more makeup, please no more makeup, with a chain around my neck because I was being suffocated and my tie was off. Um, And there's cards, a deck of cards. Um, There's jokers. um, And there's a king of hearts because I always thought of myself as the king of hearts. And yeah, I'm just crying blue tears and my hair looks so good I miss that hair um it was such like a what is it like a very feminine like boy teenage boy look that I had going on so I hope um I respectfully you know captured all of those emotions um so yeah um so my freshman year photo was this look I originally took the photo and I fucking I hated it I fucking hated it and I sat there and I just cried with this blue face of makeup on and I fucking just cried and I cried and I cried and that is the photo I captured um so it was just like you know blue is such like a strange color because it's like it represents like gender in such a way and it represents like these sad emotions that, like, men are never supposed to, like, feel. And I think that me sitting with this feeling of quote-unquote blue and, like, my gender identity and, like, coming to terms with everything, it was just... It was a lot, and I'm glad that I did it, and yeah.
Um, so, yeah, my senior year was coming to terms with, like, this gold thread across my face. I just had, like, this... There was pink and blue going on, and it was, like, finding the balance of, like, being gender-neutral. Come on, gender-neutral! And just being, like... You know, I never really like using labels, but I guess you could say non-binary. Um, but it's just, like, fucking hating gender norms, and it's, like... Why am I getting so much hate for wanting to wear a dress and do all this? And it's like, why can't I just be this? So, it's like, mind your own fucking business. It's like, I'm comfortable in who I am. And the same people that want to be like, pronouns are bullshit. But it's like, just literally, then stop just shitting on people for wanting to wear a dress and being like men shouldn't do that like girl shut the fuck up uh, shut the fuck up uh. so anyway um girl yeah i just i just don't think i have any of these photos saved anymore oh just fucking kidding i do here they are where's the red scar one though Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, here it is. Oh, my God. I'm so genius. My quote was... <laughs> oh, my God. I was always told never enough until I wore makeup. Then it became too much. Girl, I gagged everyone. Oh, girl. Okay. So, okay. The way I actually ate this up. Um, my... Girl. So it goes. Um, my freshman year, I wore this shirt that I got from... (laughs) I think I got it from... Oh, it was The Gap. I actually loved this shirt. I loved the way it felt. It felt like, you know... It felt like I was at the doctor's. You know when you wear those... (laughs) Those, like, um, gowns? And they're, like, the weird, like, textured napkin feeling? That's how this shirt felt. And it was, like, a... It was, like, a, um... Bandana-printed shirt. And I wore this Nike gray, like crew neck over it because we weren't allowed to wear like branded stuff or whatever the fuck and it was branded but I don't really give a fuck because I wore this and as I've said in a previous episode because I was cutting myself at the time and I needed something to cover my cuts and that did the job I don't know why I eventually this is sad but like not trying, the girl, not trying to give anyone ideas. But anyway, I used to cut my arms. And I kind of have, like, indents on my arms. But then I moved to my hips. And that was the worst thing ever. Because, girl, people would bump into me all the fucking time. 
and it literally would like hurt so motherfucking bad. The hallways were crowded at school. But anyway. So, yeah, I'm crouching in this. Like, I'm more... I'm not crouching. I'm, like, I have bad posture in this photo. And my hair... I had a side part. And, yeah. (laughs) And the makeup is very... I just had red lips. I had no contour. I had no definition. I had... I was just pink and crying and I mean I don't think it's the best makeup and the eyebrows are red and I just felt that I went into this it had a lot to do with like politics and it like it came from like this I don't know so much was like coming to mind freshman year like I feel like I was it was like an awakening it was like the family I came from was, like, so right-leaning, and it was, like, weird, and I was uncomfortable with myself, and, like, it just felt like the tears that I first... I was... I guess I was validating the feelings I had. I had gold tears, and... They didn't last long, those feelings... Um, I'll tell you that much. My tears definitely were not gold. They just became real tears. Um, yeah, so then sophomore year me was bomber jacket, Frank. Um, so we unbuttoned tie. I mean, there was no tie, and I was unbuttoned in the first. And then sophomore year, oh, and it was like a gray backdrop, And then it slowly, the backdrop slowly got more golden. And I ate that up. I literally ate that up. Um, Girl, this photo is so good. I actually ate this up. I'm actually so proud of myself. Um, So my lips are so tiny. I have white people lips and I literally hate it. Um, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) yeah, it's just, you know, it's just like this feeling of like, I look so pretty in this. I'm not going to lie. Why did I stop doing makeup like this? I literally ate this up. Oh my fucking God. It's a blue bomber jacket, a blue tie, blue just all over again it had to do with like politics and crying and just like this is when I started realizing like I was gay like stop like trying to pray away the gay it's such a sad thing that like I grew up thinking that would work like that's when you know that you fucked up as a parent when your kid is trying to pray gay away like literally No one should ever feel like that. And I think that's such a... That is literally why I hate religion. Because no matter... Who... Sorry, my fucking alarm went off. But anyway, no matter who you're teaching this religion to, I feel like it comes from such a hateful place all the time. And it's like... 
there's no way to like undo all of this without starting from scratch. Like, I just, I don't think it's possible. Um, no matter how much I was taught as a child to like, not even from my parents, like Mrs. Reagan, um, like, thank you, queen. I know you annoyed the fuck out of me, but like, she tried her best. Like, she really was like, love everyone. Like, um, she came from religion from such like a peaceful, like loving way. And I think that's how it should have been taught. Um, but it wasn't, it was taught like you should fear this God and like, you should be like, you should just regret your sins and not like learn from them. And it was just like, what the fuck are we teaching children? Like, what the fuck? So, um, yeah, and I just, I, it's just, you can't, you know, just, it's a very scary headspace to be stuck in for so long and to grow up in, you know? So, yeah, so this was just me coming to terms with, like, um, who I wanted to be and who I saw myself being. And there was a lot running through my head at the time. And I just wanted to, I, I just wanted to cry. So, yeah. Um, sophomore, I mean, junior year me, um, I had a rainbow flag in like, rainbow on my face I had earrings and I had chains around my neck and I was wearing plaid and I was dabbling in color and very clean skin clean eyebrows my eyebrows back then were snatched as fuck girl I'll tell you that much one eyebrow was thicker than the other though I don't know who the fuck fucked me up like that but girl it was that woman at the eyebrow threading place I was so obsessed with Sophie Ozan that I asked her, girl, I asked her where she got her eyebrows done, and I went, and I mean, girl, it hurt like a bitch, but yeah, you know, my eyes are just very, like, bright and wide in this photo, and, um, I'm just, like, it looks just like I'm confident, and I'm just there, and but the reason for this look was because um, I just, I just literally, it just felt like the simplest of things. Like it literally just felt like, why can't I wear makeup? It was such like a stupid thing. It was such like a, adolescent thing to ask of I just want to be myself and everyone made it seem so childish and it was like you're making everything about being gay and it was like girl I'm just trying to like I just wanted to wear makeup why is that so attached to like 
sexuality and it just felt very hypocritical, everything. So it just felt like my happiness had so much to do with like politics and like sexuality and like hate and just all of this. And it was like me wearing it very proudly. And I just, I didn't let anyone dictate that. So then senior year, I had these girl, the earrings. My earrings weren't even that bad back then. I literally just had like, (laughs) girl, they're so funny. I literally just had studs in and they were so mad at me, but I had gold jewelry and then it turned to like silver and it was just like this very like, I'm wearing, um, neutral colors there's a golden backdrop there's pink and purple and blue and this gold thread and like I just look very I'm happy my posture is like leaning towards the camera but like in like a I'm I'm proud way it was just like a I stood up for myself and now I'm like relaxed and like comfortable And I look very groomed, and (laughs) I was groomed, but (laughs) I look, um, I look very presentable. I look healthy, I look, yeah, and this was just about, like, you know, leaving all those standards behind and just feeling everything, and I am so lucky that I have had a lifetime of just, like, emotion and, like, that I've survived it, one. And two, I can just... The rush I got from everything and, like, the validation and feeling so proud and being so confident in myself, I think that it was just, like, something I'll always remember. Oh, there was a... spelling era in that photo though I just remembered now anyway that's funny but yeah wow so that was one of my art pieces that was called that was like the yearbook photo that I did I thought that was a genius fucking idea um the crying photos Um, took place after I took the sophomore year photo. So that was a different concept. It was me just like, I don't know. It felt like the decisions I was making, it just felt like everything was so scary and I was so unhappy and it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, Yeah, let's see what else is going on. Um, next project I did was, I don't know. It took me, like, a while to, like, think of this portfolio. Um, I did a piece on... Honestly, yeah, I do want to talk about this. I was very scared. 
obviously growing up in social media, um, there was just a lot of like articles coming out about like people dying, people getting murdered, like hate crimes, sexual assaults. It was just, it was so overwhelming. And I think that, um, I'm glad I talked about it. Um, I didn't want the piece to seem like I was glamorizing abuse and all of that. But, um, so I had this makeup look where I did, I had bruises on my neck and I look like I just gotten beat the fuck out of. And it looks like, yeah. Um, I kind of foreshadowed my life a little bit um, with the abuse that I went through. Um, living with a man that um, sucked. So, I just was... There's a lot of white in this photo, and it's just, like, about this idea of, like, can you feel pure again after something like this happens? And it just, and then the skin tone tiles, it was just, it was a very, like, raw and, like, naked feeling, and, like, I was scared. I was scared to enter into my sex life and with all these it just I it was yeah it was a lot of fear and my parents definitely my father especially it was like why couldn't we have these normal conversations why did we avoid so much we danced around so much bullshit and I think that my sex life would have been a lot happier and a lot more safe if I had been taught. Because, <laughs> girl, sex is going to happen. I don't understand why everyone likes to just be like, um, it's never going to happen. So. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So, next piece I did. This was, like, during COVID, too, that I was doing all this. Um. I did. Girl. Sorry, my camera roll just makes me giggle too much sometimes. I guess, Damn. That shit took a while. Oh. I guess this was a short film I did. Oh, no. That was like a... You were supposed to do like 20 photos. You had a minute on each of them. It was weird. And it was pretty, pretty good. Okay, next piece I did... I did clown makeup. Um... 
and there was rainbows going on and I was this clown and I had just gotten a haircut because the perm I had DIY'd, gave myself, it fried my hair and it was bad and yeah, I just did like this clown makeup. Um, I couldn't get the camera to focus. I didn't know what was going on. Um, I think the lighting was a little fucked up. Um, I did a piece on, you know, religion. I did rainbow ears and I did like the ashes on the forehead and just like crying all this black makeup and just, I definitely want to go back and recreate a lot of this. I think that I was onto something and I think that, yeah, I was such like a, a boy who wanted to feel it all. And that's what I did. I did this piece where I wore my sister's first communion dress. Um, I don't know how, how the fuck did I fit into that? God knows how I fit into that, but you know, I just, I just, I felt very, it was just like a piece on like, I knew when my parents saw it, were like, <laughs> they were gagged. Um, I just did like a very feminine makeup look and like a very, I just, I wanted to feel beautiful and very just at peace and be myself in that moment in time. And it just was like, and then I got in the shower and I, tried to like clean myself of this makeup look and I think I photographed that and it was just like this do I feel pure like do I am I washing all of this away it was like it was this weird feeling I got every time I took my makeup off and yeah I don't know. So, yeah. Then the next piece I did, um, it was very blue again. I drew a bunch of stars on my face. It had a lot to do with, like, movement and light, and it felt like I was in the spotlight, and it was like I wrote this poem at the time called Hometown Hollywood. Um just felt like everything I was doing was a girl. There is a lot of foreshadowing in my life. Um, it just felt like I had to be this perfect star all the time. And like, yeah, it was such a sick sensation I got as a child. Like, why did I get to experience all this? in such, like, a hometown, but, like, public way, you know? So. 
Yeah. Um, then I did this piece. Crying in the shower. Um, with black on this time. And it was just like crying and the coldness that came with like my life and there was a lot of makeup inspired by just like how many this like idea of how many feelings you can have and they're different in their own ways but they all resemble the same you know underlying problem and very upsetting that there was so much tears shed and pain with something so beautiful um here's another thing I did it was focused on the pandemic and politics and death and the way that I um, lived through all of this was my parents were very, like, conspiracy theorist people, and they didn't get vaccinated, and I was, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what to think. We didn't really talk about it at school. It was weird. It was something, and yeah. I was overwhelmed to say to say the slightest um to say the slightest and I just think that it shouldn't have been a political thing I think it should have been about just health and safety and yeah it was a mess COVID was a mess I ate this look up though it's very drag looking. It's very... The skull is being... I had skull teeth and it was like eating away at me and it was blue and red and it was like the politics were eating away at me and it was like death and the mask was covering it up so like it was like you would never know that it was like eating me up and... Yeah, and the mask was being pulled down on the right side because they didn't want to wear a mask and it was like, it was like a lot. And then I had this idea of a lunch table um, because I, girl, so in high school, there was like the gay table, the gay bowl is what we called it. And we sat at this table and it was just, like, a bunch of fruit at a table is what it felt like. And I joined this group late on in my high school um, years. And I, you know, I felt like I didn't belong. And I think that's what I aimed to execute with this idea. There was just a lot of, like, there was strawberries, bananas, lemons raspberries, pineapple. There was just, it was... And it was just me there in gray, pearls, drinking. There was alcohol on the table. 
it was like a very floral backdrop. It was, you know, I was wearing gray because I wanted to fit in with this table so much, but it just, it was like, what did we have in common that we were just all gay? It was this idea of like being with these people and it was like, am I happy with these people? Am I, do I fit in with these people? Is this what I want? Or do I feel more alone? And I was drinking and the makeup slowly, there's multiple me's in this photo. And it was like me slowly getting more intoxicated and still being unhappy. So. I think I thought this through and I think that it was a good decision. And I think the makeup very much executed the feeling and the idea of loneliness and yeah. Okay. On to the next. Um, the next idea I had was, was, drum roll please. Girl, when I had this camera though, I was living. I had the time of my life. I'm so screaming. Um, I took this photo. I actually took it like 20 minutes before I went to work and it was in my room. Um, it was a piece about how my life felt like a nightmare. Um, and I was my biggest critic and that I just, it's like just everything, all these just, I was, there's the version of me in a blue cardigan. There's blue in the bed and it's very like gray though. There's gray, white, and blue in this photo. And my nose is running and it's running like blue out of me. And it was just like, is the nightmare me losing the boy? It had a lot to do with, like, virginity and, like, this idea of innocence and, like, being a boy and, like, having sex and the nightmare and, like, becoming confident in myself and, like, why am I my biggest, like, critic? Like, why am I this monster that's under the bed but also this beauty that's in the bed and, like... I just, I just, I thought that I could snap out of it. I really wanted to just, like, wake up and feel okay. But, like, these emotions kept coming back and it was always the same. And it was just, it was a lot. But the demons under my bed are so scary. It just felt like, again, it, I was hurting myself. So it was me being the only person that could, like, truly, like, you know, kill the... I was the only person that could kill the monster. 
and it felt like I was a monster. Okay, and then there was this piece I did about, like, dreaming and where did I want to go and what did all this mean? And there was, like, clouds and just gems and beautiful, and it was white. I was wearing white and pearls and French tip nails and, yeah. I just... I had a lot going on and I didn't know how to feel. Okay, so then I wonder where that poem is. I had a poem that I wrote and I pierced it with my earrings and everything and I photographed it. And it was actually a very beautiful piece. I actually am very inspired by it to this day. There was no makeup involved, but it was a part of my portfolio. And it was, yeah, it was beautiful. I think it was a very like blue on one side, like gold on the other side. The lighting was so beautiful. And I think I had, I had, I don't think, I know I had so much fun with this um these photos I had of all my poems of everything it was so crazy I burned so much of my poetry and I'm so mad at myself I was so scared back then though of what people would think when they found out about what was happening. Um, so then there's this piece about being a puppet and there's red thread and I'm being like, I just, I didn't want to be a puppet of my parents and like this red thread of like what they expected me to be and Red Thread meant so much to me. It was like this lust and like, I didn't want to be anyone's puppet. I didn't want to be a man's puppet. I didn't want to be, uh, I didn't want to be attached to anything. And there's these black hands and it's a black backdrop and there's handprints on me and it was about sexual assault and it was about how dirty I felt all the time and just, being pulled into these shadows and, like, wanting to escape. And it was a very overwhelming feeling I had as a kid. And I have this wet hair and I'm crying pearls. And, like, it felt like me talking about this experience for the first time was so, like, pure. And I was upset and I was, yeah. I think I really did a good job with this one. I think the makeup is very just, like, defined and clean and beautiful, and it was, like, yeah, simple, and I really knew how to capture it beautifully.
<gasps> oh, this one is so good. I did so good. Let's see if I can find that poem. Oh my God, I forgot about this piece I did. This piece was about me and my sister and I. I look so good in this. This is probably one of the best photos I've ever like taken. Makeup too. It's just, it's so, it's just, it's, I just think that, oh God, everything about it was perfect. My sister had green nails. I had purple and orange nails. It was just, I was crying rainbows. She was like bleeding red and crying blue. And it was about politics. And like, we didn't know where we were going to go with all of this. And she was uh, just gray and black and our hair was like the same shade and it was, oh, we look so good and our eyebrows and I just wanted to do her makeup so bad and she let me and I photographed her and I literally remember all these fights of us, me being like, can you take photos of me? And she was always like, no. And, uh, it was, I'm mad at her for like always being the fucking biggest bitch, but like, I love her for, like, putting up with me and having all these funny memories with, and I think it was great. So, yeah, the piece was just about, like, political difference, and I wanted her to look very grown up in this, and I wanted her to feel beautiful, and I wanted this idea of, like... I don't know, I was always just, like jealous of her for like being able to be the female figure in the family and yeah okay this was the cover photo of the time capsule um i put a lot of thought into this um i had this box this chest and i photographed it and i wanted it to you know, feel like we were putting all of this to rest, but we had to revisit it, you know? So, there's a Lana album, Born to Die, because it, I was suicidal at the time. There was a lot of Joker cards. There was a melodrama record, because I was so dramatic there was a bunch of my writing masks um strategio strat strategio strat what you know that game stop playing with me strat girl i'm gagged there was a chessboard um there was dvds oh because i had a dvd player in my car oh um Oh, God. There was red thread. There was skulls. There was heels. Gold-tipped heels. Um, there was so much white going on. There was Kylie lipsticks. There was a Reputation album in the corner. Um, there was a Blue Blood palette. There was a lot of pearls. There was butterflies. The makeup I did. You can't see my face, but there was a skull 
painted on my hand and there was this blue sheet that was falling into the chest and there was purses and butterflies and it was very freeing this this um feeling I had of you know unpacking all of this and I think I I just I thought I had a lot of feelings I thought a lot and then there's this piece I did of me pulling the blue sheet into the chest with me of me feeling like I just wanted to you know not be there you know to pack it all up to to just quit to just I was a butterfly like why did I need to be here I didn't deserve to be here I didn't it was it was a very scary time in my life and yeah and then there's just a close up of me in the butterfly makeup um I did a very beautiful job it was just like a blue butterfly and it was like this mesh shirt I was wearing with like blue bleeding through it and it was like am I happy where I am and am I turning into who I want to be and and what's yeah um then I did a piece on I had this makeup I had false lashes that I glued a bunch of, like, confetti, like, iridescent, like, sparkles, too. And I had a cake, and I had them write virgin on it and exit out, frosting. And I had a big spoon and a little spoon, and I had a bunch of condoms blown up, and I had candles. I had one wish left, and this was my wish to, like, meet the love of my life and to lose my virginity and to... And there was a donut, and it was, like, symbolizing literally just a hole. And it was, it was a lot of blue and plates and black and celebration. And it was just Truvada pills out everywhere. And it was, like, celebrating losing my virginity. And it was, like, fuck everyone. And it was, like, carrot cake because penis. And it was funny. And it was purple makeup. And it was how I felt. It was this vulnerable feeling of like I had just given my body to someone and I didn't know how to feel and it was such a silly thing to celebrate um and yeah so the way that I set this up I had Oh, God. It was a very beautiful portrait. Oh, here was my English final. We could read this one out loud. This piece I did, I had this cool hair um, 
style I did. Um, and I made, like, a very, like, neutral-toned... Um, I had blue, pink, graphic eyeliner. It was, like, focused around the eyes. It was like, I want you to see how I feel. Um, I'm looking into the camera. Um, damn, girl, I really knew how to use my hands in these photos. I ate this up. It's a very vulnerable photo. Um, but let's read it. One last breath before you go. Before I let go of the one man I swore to know. I was the shadow behind you, hidden but loved, never forgotten till you left, touched, traced like art, scarred but I saw the way you admired me, drinking, indulging in warm beer, missing the moments that haunt me, Miss, making me think that you're still here, under surviving stars my eyes could see. You'd call me on your way home from work. You'd call me on the way home from work. Obviously, I can't read and my audiobook's gonna suck. Anyway, back to the poem. But now that it's been a while, I walk home alone with the smell of the rain. Your voice went like the warmth of my body, a soul deep in puddles, my laceless shoes that still fit. Recalling, reimagining, reliving us, as I sing to the CDs that plays to the texture of the street, as I hug my wet body sitting on skin-toned tiles, dripping like the pearls that now replace your hands. Recalling, reimagining, reliving us. I wrote that poem about Alex, um this guy I used to see that was Lindsay Justling's ex-boyfriend. And he had, like, a crush on me. And he was, like, gay. So, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Girl, I'm just seeing screenshots of, like, texts that I used to have. Oh. Of this fag-ass bitch that used to, um, text me all the time. And he was, like, dating Paulina Ortiz at the time, and it was so weird. He was clearly gay. And if you know, you know. But anyway, I got this text. Oh, my God. I, I'm gonna read it because I already talked about it, but it has nothing to do with this episode. So, Sydney Reagan texted me and said, Hello, Dr. Fior was wondering if you would like to come to Ignatius and invite your family and friends for a little ceremony, or would you prefer if he or I delivered your diploma to your house? Question mark. And I don't think I ever responded. Because fuck all that. Fuck all that. And then that summer we lived it up, and then we went to Maine. But anyway, I need to find that other poem, bestie. It was so... I literally remember some girl reading it, and she was like, this sounds like Lana Del Rey. And I was so proud of myself. So, 
what now? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But anyway, so makeup has been like a journey and a half for me. I hope that gave you like some insight into my life. Um, so I'm proud of myself for how far I've come. I think that I definitely solidified like makeup into my persona and I appreciate anyone and everyone who does makeup and I think that it should be it is an art it shouldn't it shouldn't you know what I'm fucking trying to say you know what I'm fucking trying to say I'm having a literal stroke thinking about this Oh my god. I can't find this photo. I'm so mad. Bitch, when did I do this picture? It literally was... Whatever. But anyway, then I... Went to Nordstrom. And I, like, explored more fashion. And then... I decided I needed to move to New York because I wasn't happy and I didn't have these opportunities to like, it just felt like being myself wasn't like, you know, good enough for the time. Like, it was literally like, why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? I like lost myself for a minute and I was kind of just, I was like, we need to get back into this. We need to fight for myself again. We need to, you know. So. With that. I moved to New York and I started working at Buffalo Exchange. And I kind of just like didn't wear makeup for a while. I brought on my makeup. That was one of the things that I like was like I need to. Um, I need to like. Girl, wait a minute. I literally won a Scalactus Award. Scalactic? Is it Scalactic or is it Scalactics? I don't remember. But I literally won one of those for one of my pieces. I forgot about that. LOL. Free from the train. Free, free from the chains. I call souvenirs. You're all over my journal in blood red ink. Teenage lust. Just like a Polaroid. Seeing red, seeing blue. Why would I hold your heart when you broke mine? You can't take me home to mommy and daddy. What we expect. Free from religion, but not from fear. I can't help but notice you change from me. An all-American boy was what I wanted. Red hair, blue heart. Something, something, and white eyes. Standing in the dark, drunk but still, I hugged you good. Something. 
This is a piece where I like collaged all my writing. Under the birthday banner. Aw. That's funny. She was your valley forge while I was your hometown. Two lonely Christmases later. That was about a boy who was in um the military question mark? The Navy? I forgot exactly what he was what he was on. Up the pieces what he said. Up the pieces. You were lost in it all. The drugs and the something. Okay. Work. What the fuck was I saying? How I moved to New York and I hadn't worn makeup for a while because... I just... And I made sure I brought it. And... I just... I don't know. It was so fast-paced here, and I think it took me a while to, like, ground myself again and to, like, find makeup again. And I just needed a break from all of it after all that horrible shit that went down. So... I took a break from it, and I came back to it, and I love it. And this episode, like especially with this job recently. Like, it kind of just became like a club thing when I got here. Like, wearing it out to clubs and being seen, and it became more of, like, a superficial thing when I moved here because... No, not really. Why am I saying that? Not a superficial thing. It just became, like, a public... Um... Like... Feeling... I wore it out more often than I wore it inside and photographing it. And there was actually people, like, I felt like I could be myself and I wanted to be myself and I could wear it out and feel safe. And so with that, it, it like came into what it is now. And now I photograph it and I would love a career with it and... I definitely don't think I like doing other people's makeup. I'll tell you that much. I think it's impossible to do other people's makeup. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I like doing my own makeup. I know my face. I know how I feel. It's very... Makeup has always been about... um, Like I've said plenty of times in this episode, but about... You know, what I, like, who I want to be and why I'm doing all of this. And, like, it's such, like, a, just focused on myself and beauty. And I think that it means so much to me that I just... I save it for myself. This is something I cherish and I just have the opportunity to like, you know, keep it to myself because I share so much with this world and I think that this is mine and I'm fine with that and I love that.
So. Oh, God, I can't find that poem. Damn, bitch. I know I have it in here somewhere. Okay, we're getting closer. The amount of Maggie Milam hate I have in my camera roll is so goddamn funny. Um, but yeah, where do I expect to go with makeup? I don't know. Ideally, like, my goal in life was, like, to always work for, like, a magazine. Um, and be a creative director. And, you know, I don't expect, I've done it all myself for so long, but I don't expect to do it myself. I like to, I like to just, I want to appreciate other people's beautiful art. And I think that's where I'm at now in my life is knowing where to just, you know, accept help from other people and to share ideas and to. Yeah, it's just a very bittersweet thing being so used to just having so much control and so much, like, of, like, my own ideas. And so that's where I'm going with this. I'm learning. I am taking it day by day, and I hope to... cooperate and collaborate and yeah accept that you can't do it all yourself sometimes and you need help and help is okay help can be beautiful help can so I hope this episode, like, I don't know, inspired someone. It's always my goal at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't, um, <laughs> I don't think of myself as like this. I mean, I think of myself as wise, but I don't think of, like, I just, I'm here. I don't take myself too seriously. So. Um, but much love. Thank you guys again. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. So. Mwah. <laughs>